The Detroit Red Wings lose a seesaw battle to the Chicago Blackhawks in which had everything that make the Red Wings good and everything that make the Red Wings bad bundled together in one game. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Uh, we're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. You can find me on Twitter at BrianFisher971. You can find Scotty on Twitter at Bentley Scotty. You can also find him over at Lockdown Tigers. He's also the host there. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. YouTube, baby. There. I got it all out of the way in the first, like, 30 seconds of the show. YouTube, baby. You did. Good job, man. Um, normally, Scotty, <laughs> after a game... We would spend one, maybe two segments recapping it. But that game last night against the Chicago Blackhawks was an... Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was a head-scratcher from start to finish. It had just about everything you love and hate from this team this season wrapped up in the one. And first and foremost, uh, we kind of jinxed ourselves. And we said we were going to jinx ourselves, too. Man, we were, we were talking about the Blackhawks suck, <clears throat> man. And then, oh, we're like, and then we were like, ah, oh, now they're probably gonna get pumped because of it. For nothing after the first period, and of course, I got people adding me on Twitter, and rightfully so, rightfully so. I can't deny that, but it was just an abysmal. And this is how we're gonna talk about this game, guys, because this game was so whack and like whack. Every period was a completely different game from the Detroit Red Wings. We're going to do a segment based on each period because I don't know how else to like it was break insanity. down. Yes. The uh, first period I, was for nothing. Like what happened? <laughs> I, I mean, we're, <laughs> let's talk about what happened. It was a trade wreck. Uh, you, you know, I think the most wild part of it was that in the first five minutes, we dominated. Yeah. I remember the, seeing your the, tweets the, and stuff. It was crazy. The, the the wings looked look fantastic. I'm very comfortable, by the way. Look at me. You look cozy. I show up to work in a comfy baby. That's how I roll. It's weird. All I can see is your face, though. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> you know camo what? I, don't, joke. I don't even like. I don't even like. I don't even rock with camo like that, to be honest. But like, I don't know. Apparently, that's what I own. Anyway, the the, the first five minutes of the game. I mean, we we were nice. Like like the f- five minutes in, you you were like okay. Like we we were at what seven to two in shots. Yeah. I mean we we looked we looked damn good and and the boys were buzzing, and 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 we obviously up five in shots. We were in the offensive zone most of the time. It took them, I think, th- four minutes to get their first shot on that. Four or five minutes to get their first shot. Like it. I mean, it was it it was nice, and then it wasn't, <laughs> and then. It, the the rest of the period happened. It was it was a it was a train wreck, man. It, it was it was garbo. There was not one good player on the ice in that first period. Uh, not even oh. the guys. Not even the normal suspects. Moritz Sider had probably his worst period, and Alex Nedeljkovic had definitely his worst period as he let in four goals on sixteen shots. And didn't make it out of the first period. Um, he got pulled going into the second. Calvin McCard came in. I mean, just. The Chicago Blackhawks, despite being seventh in their division, 
looked like Stanley Cup contenders against the Detroit Red Wings by just how poorly the Wings were playing. You had goals from, you know, well, like you said, the first five minutes of the game, it looked like the Wings were playing really hot. Then about halfway through the first, Dominique Kubalik uh, got a goal. Then Dylan Strom got a power play goal because Pew Suter took his first of three penalties in that game. Then he got another one because Nick Letty just cannot pl- did not play defense this game. And Sam Lafferty, you know, finished it off with an assist from Dylan Strom. It's just that first period uh, summed up every negative that so Detroit Red Wings. The, the depth was abysmal. The go- I mean, the one thing that was shocking was how bad Nadelkovich played. And, you know, he's not going to be great every single game, but the defense was the worst I've probably seen it this season. And the offense was just, it could not contribute anything. And despite the fact that Zadina actually had quite a few good scoring chances, he had four shots in tonight's game. But again, like the man can't catch your break. That first period summarized everything that has been wrong with the Detroit Red Wings this season so far. Yeah, and, and you know, we're breaking it down by periods, but there, there was a couple of constants throughout the entire game. One, Pew Suter penalties, whole game. Two, the defense, terrible, entire game. Three, Danny DeKaiser, the worst of the horrible defense, the entire game. Four, the inability to get the puck out of your zone was remarkable. Yeah. I I, I am genuinely not sure. I have seen an NHL team struggle as mightily as the Detroit Red Wings did last night to simply clear the damn puck. It was impossible. It, it was, it was, it was like, I, I, I can't even think of, of a funny thing that it was like, it was horrid that every single time you're just trying to flick the puck out of the zone, flick the puck out of the zone. It's caught at the blue line. The, the reason that the first period was a train wreck was because they could not get the puck out of their zone for 15 straight minutes. I mean, my golly. Goodness gravy. It, it was it was remarkable. And like it, it was it was one of those things that it was so unbelievable that even though it was bad, you were like, this is fascinating. Like this is actually entertaining and exciting to watch. Because you're like, how, how, how is this? How is this happening? How is this possible? It was unfathomable, truly. And it, it was, it was only the beginning. Well, and there's a lot in going into what made the defense particularly bad today. Um, one, got to note, Gustav Lindstrom did not play. And Gustav Lindstrom has been sneakily one of the better defensemen on this team. I think his uh, war percentile is like 83%, which means he's like in the, you know, top uh, 83, no, not top 83%. It's the other way around. Top, top 17%, 17% of the league in uh, defensemen when it comes against wins above replacement. Like he's been sneaky good, not in the lineup because he's dealing with a day-to-day injury. So that's going to shuffle around your entire defensive core. But in the defensive zone, I mean, errant passes after errant passes, like they just, it felt like they had more pressure than they really did. Like they thought they had more pressure on them than they really did. And they weren't making smart plays with the puck. I remember there was one in particular instance 
And this happened in the offensive zone, but Moritz Sider was on the blue line. He got the puck at the blue line. He swung it across to the yeah. other side, expecting his defensive partner, Danny DeKaiser, to be there. Danny DeKaiser went and changed. And I don't know. I, before we crap on Danny DeKaiser, we got to ask the question, like, was that a set play? Was he supposed to change there? Was he hurt? Either way, there was some kind of miscommunication to where the team was in the offensive zone. Moritz Sider was not aware DeKaiser was off the ice. And you just can't be like that. Communication has got to be clear. So you know where your teammates are at at all times. And if DeKaiser, the question becomes, when did DeKaiser change? Because normally the time to change would be when you're breaking in to the offensive zone as a defenseman, because you're passing the bench and you get a fresh defenseman in there to set up in the offensive zone. They were already set up in the offensive zone when Moritz Sutter had done that. So when did DeKaiser go to change? Whereas more like to the point where Moritz Sutter wouldn't have, Known that he was changing, because if he had changed when they were breaking into the zone, a new defenseman would have been on that blue line already. Uh yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it, one it, of many things in that period where the defense was like, and, and look, non-existent. I, I I love DDK, I really do, I I do. He 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 hasn't been good at all this year. Tonight. My, might have might have been the 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 lowest point. He it was, was uh, he had a rough night, man. He he really did, and and it, he he had a rough night. He had a really really rough night, and was uh, a, a, he was a turnover machine, and the whole team was a turnover machine. That that's not even he was a big part of it, but the entire team that that's the other constant. The entire game, turnover after turnover after turnover. We were in a bakery. It was unbelievable. Anywhere, too. and Anybody could get it. Anybody. Anywhere on the ice. You were in front of the net, good time for a turnover. You were in the neutral zone, great time. Seems like we should probably turn the puck over. We're in the offensive zone. Now it would be really fun if we turn the puck over right now. It was constant. It was everybody, and it was all over the ice. And that's unfortunately not something that really went away either as it kind of came back in the third period, the turnovers. No, um, stuff that we thought went away in the second came back in the third. Yeah. The second well, was fun, though. That's exactly the thing. Is like that. That's why we're breaking this down period by period, segment by segment. Because the first period, like it was the worst game they've ever played, and then the second period comes along, and it's like they're clicking on off, they're firing on all cylinders. They came back fired up, and all their passes are hitting. They're got, got all kinds of pressure. Um, and before I can break that down to you guys, I do got to talk to you guys about Bet Online. They they would like to wish you a new happy betting year as they continue their march through the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline! Where the game starts. Um, <laughs> wow. No pause. No pause. Right Power through it today. Man. I wanted to surprise you. Hell yeah. Uh, I much like your brother. Much like the Red Wings surprised me in the second period of that game. <laughs> mm. I'm getting slick with it, man. Uh, he's nice. Me, getting good at these. Talk to Brian. Nice. 
they came out in the second period, and I was fully expecting just to continue. I mean, Calvin Picard was in that, and I mean, no offense to Calvin Picard, but he's an AHL goaltender. I wasn't expecting much, and yeah. no, second period he looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. You know, it looked better. The rest of the team, it was like a completely new hockey game, and they dominated the Blackhawks that period. Dominated at, in every facet of the game. Dominated. The offense's passing was crisp and clean. The Guelph Stormline continues to be a revelation on the All ice. All three of them scored. All three of the members of the Guelph Stormline, despite Pew Suter's three penalties today, which he took a second one in the second period, which was the weak one, the hold, uh, which we, we defend Pew Suter on for that call. But every single member of the Guelph Stormline scored in the second pe- period. Robbie Fabry, Tyler Bertuzzi, and um, Pew Suter. And, of course, the headliner on that one being Tyler Bertuzzi because he continues to play hot, had another multi-point game today uh, as he got two points. I thought he had gotten three, but apparently he did not get a second assist. He had a goal and one assist, but he did provide the screen on Pew Suter's goal to end the second period to make it was It, a, it was a beauty of a, of a screen too, man. The, 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 the still shot that was going around of him right in front of, uh, of Flurry. Couldn't see anything behind, around him. It was it was nice. I mean, everything in that period was going the Detroit Red Wings way, and their offense was just playing. And this is where Joe Valeno really turned it on too, and he played great through the final two. Valeno had a great game. All like he 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 was one of the the few bright spots across all, all three periods. On like he he looked he looked in that uh, in my eyes that that's the best game he he's played or the best he's looked. I guess I should say. All season. Uh, yeah, he, he was a facilitating. I remember uh, watching one play where Valeno was on the ice in the third period where he um, was skating down the ice. He deked his way through two defenders yep. and set the, the, pe- third, yeah. the puck across to, I think, Zadina, who just, of course, just barely of missed it. Of course he says. Of course he says. Well, actually, I think it's not that he missed it, but he got hooked and it led to a penalty. Oh, um, yeah. If I recall correctly. And it's just... He looked really yep. good, though. He looked quick. Ryan Carpenter, two minutes for slashing on Phillips Zadina. So he, he he looked quick. He he was he was cutting through the defense, like you said. He, that was a, that was a constant. His, his passing was good. He was one of the few people that that wasn't an, an absolute turnover machine. And, and you know he's he's not getting as many minutes as everybody else. But but I, he he looked phenomenal for real. And he was. I mean, this is the Joe Valeno that the Red Wings drafted, and this is Joe Valeno they expected him to be. He was Absolutely. like I said. He was facilitating plays, and he was he was fast. He was slick. He was creating opportunities. That's he what was, Joe Valeno is supposed to be. He was slick with it. He was slick with it. Um, but Tyler Bertuzzi, I mean, just continues two points again tonight. Uh, what's his total at? Let me click on his little uh, his a little lot one here. <laughs> right, no, a lot. Uh, I mean, Larkin added a goal to it to his total too. Yeah. He, well, yeah, both reached the twenty goal bench, benchmark in this game. So that's yep. like that, that's the weird thing is like. There are a lot, strangely, a lot of positives in this hockey game. In a game where they lost by three goals, had a four nothing deficit. It's just this game was such an enigma. I mean, if let me read you the scoring changes as they happen: four nothing, four to three, six to three, six to five, ending eight to five. I mean, that's the story of the game. Is they battled hard and they battled back, but they couldn't overcome their own deficiencies. And in the end, you can't 
go down four to nothing in the first period and expect to win. They had a phenomenal second period. I saw your tweet about the Red Wings being an even number period team. <laughs> And I thought that was funny. You were you were on you were on one today on Twitter. Honestly, I, I was I, I was I was a problem. Yeah, I was um, I was on good one kind of problem sure. though. It was fun. Uh, you threatened to shave my head, and I was <laughs> I dreaded that uh, coming to fruition. <laughs> no, I mean, like, look, the 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 second was great, and and like you said at the beginning, man, this game was just all the all the good. We saw all the things that have made the Wings, you know, win win games, and and all the things that have made them uh, take a big step forward this year, and all of the horribleness, and all the things that we've struggled with, and and to to encapsulate the entire season, good and bad, and ugly, and mid, and and excellent, yeah. and everything, all into one game, was unbelievable. Yeah, well, in the first period is the really the tale of like the weakest link. It's the defense. The first period, and as not just the defense, but the forwards not playing defense as well. Right. I guess that's something. All five people on the ice well. struggling at defense, not the defensemen. Yeah. Well, yes, the defensemen, but everyone. Everyone. Um. The in the second period, it was those the primarily the Guelph Storm line, but the offense in general is that top six, uh, top six forward core providing a lot of offense, which they do. And then most Sider picked it back up. The only real enigma and outlier in this game was Nedeljkovic, in which you don't expect Nedeljkovic to go out there and have a bad game like he did. But, I mean, hey, I guess after five, six straight starts, he's bound to have a bad one eventually. I'm not going to, like, get too hung up or cry about it, which is why I'm not really breaking down. And Pickard looked good. He looked – I mean, he looked – In the second. Sorry. We were still on segment two. He looked good in the second. It was just – it's just – We've talked about it in the past, Scotty, about what is going to make or break this hockey team this season, and this is what it is. It's consistency. It's depth. It's um, we, we talked about it. The, the team would not be sustainable at the level they were playing because they had these issues, and today is a game. Today is probably the epitome of the games in which you saw these issues hurt them. I mean, they put five goals up. Most other games, you put five goals up, you're going to win. But they could, again, they could not overcome their own deficiencies to win this hockey game. No, they could not. No, they could not. And uh, the third period was absolute, utter chaos. Yeah, let's, let's move and, right into that mayhem. because I don't got a, I don't got a live read here, so let's just keep on jugging. Beauty. Third period. Starts off, we're, we're, we're what? We're down one. We're down four, three. Um, and then, yeah, all hell breaks loose. And the, the problems that we saw in the first re showed up and, and came back up in the third, but then the, the strengths from the second offensively also carried over to the third and it made for one of the most ridiculous periods of hockey I have watched in recent memory. Yeah, it. It was it was Red Wings hockey. That's what it was. It was the third Red period Wings hockey. Was Red Wings hockey. The first period was all the negatives. The second period was all the positives. The third period was what happens when you combine both those things at the same time. Correct. In which they're going to give up bad goals, but they're going to score some exciting ones. I mean, right off the bat, Pew Suter uh, gets a two minute hooking call on Jonathan Taze's third period of the night or third penalty of the night, and Dylan Strong completes his hat trick on the power play. 
I mean, puts him up two goals. Really yes. felt like a dagger at that time. It did. And and Suter, you know, Suter, I think they said he, he had only had a, a, like a few penalties all year. And then this game, he had, he, you know, three in a night. We're like, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's and, not his and, game. And he, and he had his, his revenge goal, which was fun, right, in the second. But, uh, I, I mean, it, <laughs> you give and you take, and there's the yin and the yang, and there's, there's good and, and bad. It's, it, it, oh, my goodness, what a, what a ridiculous hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, man, well, then, like, and his goal was nice. He, he was, he was nice. A nice screen from Bertuzzi. You know? But right, right. We talked about, but like, you, we're, what are we doing, man? What, what are we, what are we doing? Going to the box three times. Also, speaking of penalties, justice for Giovanni Smith. That is the say. softest, the softest game misconduct I have ever seen in my life. He, and and he got it with like eleven and a half minutes left in the game, and it, the ten plus the two minutes for the, for the roughing just went straight to the locker room. Bush league, bush league ref refing, absolute bush. What a joke! It was definitely it, a LeBron flop. He got there. flopped. What we we don't call embellishment anymore though. That that's not a thing. We, the embellishment yeah, no Connor longer Murphy. a thing. We just we we just. You know what? You, you you can flop and kick someone out of a hockey game. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I, I was fired up. What what a joke that was. And and he was obviously put out there with the intention of, hey, we, we need to get some momentum back and, and try and win this damn hockey game. And he went out there. He got the roughing, sure, but he got them to get a roughing too. It, it was a four-on-four. Uh, I'm pretty sure they scored on it, but like it, you know, we we, we were still oh, at even strength, and then like, sh- uh, well, ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> like the, the push. Sh- oh, he, he shouldn't have pushed him. Do you see how much how much nonsense goes on after a dead puck in hockey? Everybody's pushing everybody. Shut up. That's, um... that, that that's 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 absurd. To be like, oh yeah, he should he shouldn't have pushed him. He flopped. Everybody's pushing everybody. Grow up. Ridiculous. I don't say it, bro. Think it was unnecessary. Yeah, it, it's all unnecessary. No, but listen to me, Scotty. It's listen all unnecessary. Me. So you Look said exactly the point. Ever. It was it was a four, it was he already drew the penalty. He got them to draw a penalty. It was four on four. The scrum was over. And then after he worked, he was going to pick up his glove, was skating by Connor Murphy and shoved him. Was it a flop? Yes. But the point being here is after the scrum was finished, everyone was skating away. It was an additional shove that did not need to occur. Murphy flopped. And if that's going to be allowed in the game, then I can't. I mean, it's it's weak. Yeah, and it was a weak call to give him 10 minutes against misconduct. But at that point, Smith took it a step too far. I don't think that was necessary for okay, him to but, do. But he when it was already a four-on-four. Four. He just got himself kicked out of the game. Right. Sure. So you agree flopped. Yes, I agree flopped. Okay. So you agree flopped. So so you so you agree then that the natural reaction, if he got pushed and didn't flop, was he just would have skated a little bit to the right and just gotten pushed a little bit. 
Yeah, probably. Okay, that's not a game misconduct. That's just pushing someone, which happens after every single dead puck. He he got a game misconduct because of a flop, not because of a push. Well, he because got a game of a mis- flop. Yeah. Okay. He got he got it because of the flop, but it was an unnecessary thing for him to do after the scrum was broken up. That it, it was probably over. it was done. Probably. If he hadn't done that, like that's something he's got to be. That's something he's got to learn. If he's going to be the enforcer, sure. when to stop, when sure. to put the brakes on. It Fair was enough. unnecessary at that point. Fair enough. My my That's my, my rebuttal. My rebuttal is if 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 everybody flopped as hard as he did, th- there there would be twenty game misconducts a night in, in the NHL. That there's pushing and people shoving each other and putting their hands in their face and grabbing jerseys after literally every single dead puck. So, somebody left a comment like a week ago and said he didn't like that I said literally and didn't actually mean it. Literally, after every <laughs> single dead puck. You heard me. Connor, in my opinion, Connor Murphy was doing his job in trying to draw another oh, penalty. I respect the game. Don't get me wrong. I re- I respect the this game. This is on man. the refs. I res- yes. Oh, yeah. I- 100%. Yes. 100%. I, I respect the hell out of the game and trying to draw penalties on people. I, I respect the mental game immensely. The whole thing could have just been avoided still, though, if Smith had not in, in, um, incited, not incited, but had committed the extra shove after everything sure. had settled down. That's I'm my saying, only argument. I'm saying if, have you, been if you get pushed, if, if pushing happens and the opponent just falls over, like he just got shot in the leg a, a, after a light tap, that's, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to see that, uh, like I said, 20, 30 times a night uh, across the league, nightly, for the rest of the season. Yeah. I get what you're saying, and I do agree with it. I'm, I'm just saying, that it, was it unnecessary? Yes, because it was dead and he had already gotten the pen, but that, that doesn't take away from the fact that it, it was because of the flop. Yeah, and so at that point it became five to three after no sorry six to three after the ensuing goal after that the four occurred four, yep. and i was like i was talking to the uh, warehouse manager danielle and i was like this is over it's done it's dead the game's over um out of curiosity i was like hey tara do you mind if i go just watch some of the game because it was dead in the store everyone was watching the game no one was shopping she's like yeah sure so i go i walk down the tunnel I just watched the last couple of minutes, not expecting much, but just watching it. So I want to see some live. Boy, hockey. were you wrong? Boy, was I wrong? <laughs> Red Wings go on a power play. By the way, Lucas Raymond on the f- uh, flank with Robbie Fabry as a bumper has been a much better solution. He was open, um, man. He was open. open. He was open, and I, I think it got, uh, I think it got poked mid pass. But he, that one play specifically, man, he was open. Well, and then Tyler Bertuzzi down in front of the net being a constant threat there on whether or not he's going to screen, whether or not he's going to shoot, whether or not he's going to pass. He passed it up to the flank to Rock, Lucas Raymond, who passed up the cider at the point, who unleashed, unleashed a beautiful one-timer for his fourth goal of the season on the power play. Then following that, oh boy, Dylan Larkin gets in on the fun, take, capitalizes on a Blackhawks turnover, makes it 6-5. to five. I'm like, there's still four minutes left in this game. They, they, could, they could come back. What is happening? I had given up hope again. That's the thing, man. They kept pulling you back. And then Nick Letty. They kept pulling you back, and then, yeah, Nick Letty. He he looked bad all game, man. That was a turnover machine as well. Uh, I mean, positioning, really. uh, 
the four checking. What four checking? Yeah. It, it was abysmal, especially in the first and third. Because, I mean, we, we had the puck almost the entirety of the second, to be honest with you. But I, I, the, the, uh, uh, a, a rough way to, to cap off a, a rough performance by Nick Letty. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, in the end, wow, four wow. nothing, four to three, six to three, six to five, eight to five, eight to five. Final. First period, everything wrong with the Red Wings. Second period, everything right with the Red Wings. Third period, combination of both. I mean, that was just a roller coaster from start to finish. And uh, the only thing we can conclude from that game is that Tyler Bertuzzi is hashtag a dynamic threat. <laughs> dynamic threat. Brian Fisher, a dynamic threat. He, he, you got to keep your head in a swivel <laughs> when he's out there. Dynamic threat. Um, you want to hear a cool story that I experienced today before we uh, sign course, up? Of course, of course. Um, so the authentic supervisor, Matt, who, by the way, great guy. If you guys Shout out want Matt. authentic stuff, Matt, he is the authentic supervisor at Little Caesars Arena. He's in charge of all your game use stuff Big and ups, your uh, autograph stuff. Matt's awesome. Uh, he was having some, some back pain today. And so he's like, he had to go pick up some equipment from the locker room. He goes, Hey, Brian, you want to go down the locker room with me and grab some of these sticks? Should have seen the smile on my face. Uh, oh yeah let's go i I gotta go help she knew she she knew that i was going down there because i wanted to go down there not so much because i was gonna help matt i was like i'm gonna go help matt he needs help and she goes "Uh uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh so we go down the locker room and the players club and we're, we're passing by the hockey sticks and there's a set of grice sticks on the wall and there's one stick that has hockey tape over his name and it just says covid positive what it was a joke. Oh, it was just, they're, they're oh I mean, that's crap. hilarious. Yeah. Gee I, whiz. I was like, I was like, are they, are they like that? I was like, damn. No, no. It was with all the rest of the sticks. I'm assuming sure, the players were just sure. teasing him. Yeah. And so there was just one hockey stick that had his name written over and just had COVID plus on it. But that was great. But it, it helped him bring back a bunch of equipment. Um, I don't know how any of these NHL players shoot with the blades that they have, dude, because they have open curves with just wicked toes. And I'm like, if I'm not running like a, a, a P88 or a, 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 what do they call it? They called it the Stamkos when I was growing up. It was the Zetterberg before that. Like that's, that's what I need. If I'm trying to shoot the puck, like there's, it does not open at all. It's, it's like this and it's does not open <laughs> these players, man. It's like precise, man. It's like that. Yeah. Precise. I don't know how they do it. Precise. I mean, but, maybe the wings need to not based on the, the, the puck control tonight. I mean, my goodness. I'm about to take some photos and post them because I, I can't. Vladislav Nemesnikov was gnarly. And I'm like, how does he shoot with this? But it was it was a really interesting experience sick. and really cool. It was a really cool experience going down. He had a rough turnover, club. too, by the way. They all did. I mean, yeah, we're just going to pretend this game never existed. We're going to pretend we didn't do yesterday. The second period too. existed, though. <laughs> So only the second period existed. This was a one period game in which the wins, wings won three to nothing. Thank but you. But you know what? Thank and, you. You know, we got to wrap it up here, but you take away. <laughs> if you take away the bad, we looked great tonight. <laughs> hey, hey, 
Hey, hey, hey, hey, hey, I'm going to use this trick. Now I'm going to use this trick on everybody now. I'm going to use this trick on my boss. I'm going to, this, it's over. If you just take away the first and then all the bad in the third, we, this is a five, nothing game guys. We're talking, I mean, this is domination. If you just take away the first period, if they had had an average first period, they would have won the hockey game. Yeah. That's like true. you. You just can't. You can't go down for four nothing after the first and expect to win. That's really what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, tough. Tough to dig yourself out of that hole. That's yeah, sure. it was. It wasn't a hole. It was a grave. Um, <laughs> yes. Any final thoughts, man? Uh, we ball. We definitely ball, uh, except for the Red Wings last night. Um, hey, thanks we for still ball. Lockdown. We still ball. Thanks for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Lockdown Bets. They're your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q, uh, with expert analysis and insights from Lee Sterling. Um, yeah, Lockdown Bets. How does that? What's the last line of that? I, I, mem- I, I, I had to memorize. Yeah, it. I know. I, I, I on Tigers today. I was doing the same thing. I, I got all the way up to that point. I was like, "What's the last sentence?" I was like, "I don't." I think I was just like, yeah, so go check them out. <laughs> hey, finger guns. Hey. <laughs> I got it for the most part. I got the No, you nailed bits. it, man. You nailed it. Uh, we'll be back with a – ooh. We got a game preview tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, it's the Pens too, right? No? Maple Leafs. Oh, boy. When do we play the Pens? Might be Monday. Oh, jeez. Maple I don't Leafs know. on Saturday, dude. I don't know what my schedule was. Yeah. That's that's gonna be a fun At one. Little Caesars Arena. Woo! That'll be a fun game. So uh, stay tuned. Same time. Stay tuned. Same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day. I wanted to see how long you would wait <laughs> before just saying one, it. I, I heard it. That. It was beautiful. You, you uh, can hit those notes, buddy. Uh.